0: Welcome back to The Seed Podcast. This is episode 4. And yeah, I did not think that will be here by now. Uh, these episodes are really coming by so quickly and I hope you guys are really enjoying it. I've been trying to put so much work into them and yeah, it's coming along really well. Today's episode is a testimony by Tanad Swamadziviri. That's at T A N A. T5WA on Instagram and she wanted to share her testimony about how she decided to to follow God and how God has changed her life for the better. And she just really digs deep into her personal story and I I know a lot of us will be able to relate some of the things that she talks about and hopefully You guys will feel inspired by her journey and be encouraged to pursue Christ. Yeah, enjoy guys.
1: So, I've been asked to speak about what having a relationship with God means to me. And I'm going to personalize this as much as I can. I'm going to share part of my journey and testimony from before I got saved to where I am now. So I truly hope that this message speaks to someone directly and that it changes someone's life or their perspective on what having a relationship with God looks like or what it feels like or what it should be like. Yeah. It really breaks my heart to think about how many people battle with identity crisis. Identity crisis is like... A period of uncertainty and confusion where a person's sense of identity becomes insecure, and this creates room for the devil's lies, it creates room for anxiety, low self esteem, and in extreme cases, depression. But I'm here to tell you that God's truth is the only truth, and His truth will set you free from all uncertainty. It will set you free from all of the devil's lies or society's lies. Lies like you're not worth it, you're not good enough, you're inadequate, you're mediocre, you're not beautiful. That is not true and that's not what God says about you. So think about this. Only the creator, right, of a certain product knows how that product is meant to function. Only the person who created something knows how it can work optimally same goes for your relationship with god if you're struggling with your identity only he can tell you what your purpose is because he created you he took time to form you in your mom's womb everything he made about you to your personality your body everything he took time to think about it and he decided that this was perfect in Him, you will find all the answers. And it all starts by drawing closer to Him and developing a relationship with Him through prayer and worship. So, part of my testimony. <laughs> when I was in high school, I battled a lot with anxiety. I used to be really insecure. And in most cases, I would really avoid socializing with people because I was always unsure if I'm gonna say the right thing if I'm gonna react appropriately to whatever someone said and I always struggled with you know I really cared about what people thought about me because I thought if somebody thought negatively about me it would really mean the end of the world or it would just mean that I'm not good enough And I can't even explain how it felt when all of this weight was lifted off of my shoulders. Literally, everything changed when I surrendered all to God and I allowed Him to be the only person who speaks into my life. My life changed when I made the decision to have a relationship with Him. I mean, when I say everything changed, I mean even the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I interact with people because my confidence came back i found true joy and instead of being anxious anxious i became secure in his love so to sum up my relationship with god i've written down key words or phrases that best describe his position in my life number one he is my father and i am his child so because I've accepted him as my father, he has authority over my life and my decisions. I recently learned to always seek his approval through prayer before I made really big decisions or I participate in the life-changing activities because in his word he promises he promises to give us wisdom. Specifically James one verse five in NLT if you need wisdom. Ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Another characteristic of a father is, or any parent rather, is a parent sets parameters for his children, like a.k.a. the do's and don'ts. <laughs> not because he doesn't want you to enjoy life, because so many people in our generation live by YOLO. He sets these parameters because He sees the bigger picture. And He wants what's best for you. John 10.10 10 says that Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. So when, G- when God sets these parameters, it's because He doesn't want to see us get hurt. He doesn't want us to make the wrong decisions. Like, just like how parents baby-proof a house. Think like before when you have a toddler in the house, you're not just gonna have knives lying around. You're gonna pack them away. You're gonna make sure that the child doesn't have access to the stairs. You're gonna cover the corners of kitchen counters because you don't want the child to stub their toe in the corner because that hurts. Him. So similarly with God, when He gives us instruction in His Word, how to live, it's not because He wants to control us, because. He has given us free will. But then he tells us how to live because he sees the bigger picture and he knows that if we walk down this path, we're going to get hurt. If we disobey what he says and we completely do our own thing, we're going to end up heartbroken or like even hurt physically. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that when you don't listen to him and you end up heartbroken that you know he's not going to have this I told you so attitude, but he still wel- welcomes you back with open arms. Our father also provides for his children because he loves them. So God has equipped us with everything we need. And I really feel like God has given me literally everything I need and I lack nothing. And this leads to point number two. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Psalm 23. And guys, when I say God is a provider, I mean... We are talking about the same person who literally had food falling out from the sky just to feed the Israelites. That's what I mean when I say God provides everything you need. Even if you have to go to extreme measures, you will never lack anything. I'm going to read Psalm 23, verse 1 to 3, in the Passion Translation. And it says, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. This is a reminder that I'm not... Doing this alone, I'm not walking this journey to life alone. Instead, he is walking right beside me with me. He is beside me, holding my hand. He is in front of me, making my crooked path straight. He is behind me. He is within me. He is all around me. First four says, "Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have." You remain close to me and you lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. Number three, the Lord is my savior. The definition of savior straight from Google is a person who saves someone or something from danger or difficulty. So, like, think about when I've now taken that part that he told me not to take. Now I'm in danger and I found myself in a really difficult position. He's my savior. He'll still come after me. Because, you know how it says, he'll leave the 99 just to go fetch the one. He'll still come after me because he's my savior. In Exodus fourteen fourteen it says, the Lord will fight for you. So just stay calm. He's not just any ordinary person. I mean, my Savior is a miracle working God. He moves mountains, splits seas, raises the dead, turns water into wine. He heals the sick. And this same person saved me from insecurity to security. With him there's no condemnation or expectation, just grace undeserved favor. He saved me from guilt and shame to joy and peace, from sin and death to eternal life. Above everything, I know that God loves me because before I was formed in my mom's womb, he already knew my name. He is the potter and I am the clay, his perfect masterpiece. He loves me so much that he gave up his only son for me. He paid the ultimate sacrifice for me. And today I want to tell you that God loves you too. No matter what you've done or what you've been through, no matter the decisions you've made, no matter the regrets you have, God loves you. And if you were the only person on earth, he still would have sacrificed his son for you. If you don't know him or if you don't have a relationship with him or if you knew him before and now you feel like you've drifted away from from him or you feel like you've been absorbed in the world more. I'm here to tell you that if you were the only person on earth, he still would have sacrificed his son for you. And literally nothing you can do, no situation you could ever be in can separate you from god's love not even the devil can separate you from god's love no matter how much he tries and i'm going to end with this romans 8 verse 38 to 39 in the passion translation so now i live with confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from god's love i'm convinced that his love will triumph over death life's troubles fallen angels or dark rulers in the heavens there is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love there is no power above or beneath us no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from god's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our lord jesus the anointed one